Welcome to the Televerse, streaming in place. The flight attendant. Here you come again to streaming in place. In week 40, <laughs> we're continuing our discussion of the flight attendant with episodes six and seven, After Dark and Hitchcock Double, respectively. And by we, I, of course, mean the very important Hello Kitty flash drive of the podcast that is Kate Kolzek. Hello! As well as my cat that I asked you to look after two years ago and is now your cat, Allison Shoemaker. Hi. <laughs> and that, of course, means that I am, regrettably, because this was the third cat reference in After Dark, I'm dead cat guy, Noel Kirkpatrick. Mm. <laughs> it's not what you want to be. It's not, but it was the it was it was the only way to make the make the bit work was for someone to be dead cat guy. And you're com- so, nothing if not committed to the bit. I am deeply committed to the bit. Um, so how how how's everyone doing in week forty? Well, I'm uh, just <laughs> glad I happened to wear uh, red today, so I'm feeling very Hello Kitty now. It's very good. I don't have any po- polka dots, but I'll see what I can scrounge up for later. <laughs> Um, I am feeling like I absolutely agree with Miranda's coworkers assessment that it's just her cat now. That's just, <laughs> yeah, no, it's absolutely it's just, just, it's just, just her Celia's cat. cat. Yeah. yeah. Um, Celia. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Celia. <laughs> um, goodness. Okay. That bit went okay. Great. Good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Good job, Noel. Yeah. Good yes. job. It was mainly worth it for watching Allison just break down when I said, here you come again to streaming in place. Yep. Um, yep. I was not expecting that. No, I was um, not. Yeah. Um, so where do we want to start today? Um, because I feel like there's a lot of places to start. Do we want to start with bottomless mimosas and just how they come pre-made? <laughs> um, um, I think we need to start with the fact that we're talking about season one episodes, six and seven. I mentioned that. Because because I'm just saying, I, I'm pretty sure that at least I contributed to the universe willing a second season into place, as well as it being on Roku. So, like, yeah. go team. Yeah, Kate, Kate is definitely, all of you who are now really excited that you have HBO Max on your Roku, that's definitely because of Kate Kulzik secreting it into existence. Yeah, um, and not I, because they wanted to make a money, no, bunch of money in, of not. like, two weeks with people <laughs> watching Wonder Woman 1984. Absolutely <laughs> that's not. That's ridiculous. Definitely not, yeah. Um <laughs> If, hey, if uh, Limitless is my fault, this is also my fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. Let's let's talk about the episodes. Oh, yes. season one. That was how you got into this, Kate. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, usually if it's like, ooh, this limited series was renewed, that's the thing I'm going to shake my fist about. But uh, not this one. Um, I don't know what season two is going to look like because I have not seen the finale yet. Uh, but This guy has... Unless it's thumbtacks. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> unless it's just a different flight attendant. Unless, like, unless we're following one of her co. Like, ne- like next season, Rosie Perez is the flight attendant we're following. I would love that. Um, but I, but I have to say that I'm glad at the moment for a little bit of plot armor for poor Cassie. Because wow, a rough couple episodes. Yeah, um, it is. Um, but also, what a great couple episodes from Kay- Kaylee Cuoco. Um, mm-hmm depending on how they submit this to the Emmys, um, it's either after dark for drama <laughs> consideration or because if you get renewed, do you still get to be in that miniseries category? Oh yeah, they've done that before. Isn't yeah. like Fargo a miniseries every time? Yeah, but I think it's because it's a different cast. So it'll okay. depend on how what they do for the cast for next season, I guess. 
Um, but yeah, so yeah, let's start with After Dark, I guess. Um, and yeah, I don't, this was a, this was a rough episode because there's just a bunch of drunken shenanigans, mm-hmm. um, including, I don't like what this represents. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let's talk about um, Cassie and Buckley's, Buckley, um, <laughs> Buckley, um, drunken escapades um, throughout New York City because they were pretty extensive. They were. Um, and also very, very believable. Um, the thing I am, like, I have so many questions, like, mm-hmm. with that, uh, around, like, the reveal with Buckley and what that means for everything that we're seeing here, which I imagine will get addressed or explored at least somewhat in the finale. But, um, I was just relieved that Danny is not in the state and therefore out of you know in date out of danger for now at least unless he you know flies in um so i was relieved for that i was very um i mean it's not great and all but i was kind of relieved with what was what we got for our flashbacks for her i was kind of anticipating even worse trauma than what we saw which then immediately makes me feel bad because of course that's plenty of terrible stuff like that's enough um but uh i also feel like there's got to be more coming because we haven't seen the room with all the like the 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 skinned rabbits or whatever like the the dead rabbits hasn't we haven't seen that flashback yet so i don't know if there's more coming but it seems like there has to be um but yeah it's it's uh i was just relieved that we got to see cassie head her way towards bottom even if it isn't bottom yet um, and start to pull some things back together. I don't know. Allison, how'd you feel? I I mean, I I agree. Um it even as even if it's not bottom as Alex slash Cassie's image of Alex which is ever shifting, that mm-hmm. it's a fascinating performance. Wait, Kate, how's it pronounced? How's the name pronounced? <laughs> Okay, let me see if I can. There's like five different uh, YouTube how to pronounce this guy's name okay. things. Uh, Michael Heishman, something like that. Michael, okay. something like that. Michael or Mikhail. 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 Some Heishman. people say Mikhail. Yeah. Which um, is apparently a super common name uh, where he's in, from. I think he's, he's he's Danish, right? With that pronunciation, probably. Yeah, I think so. Well, anyway. Great. Um, and I, I really am I'm intrigued by the different flavors of Alex that we get throughout this episode based on sort of her frame of mind and her level of sobriety and where her focus is at any given moment. But that becomes even more t- true in the next episode. So, um, yeah, I agree that I like that as uh, Alex tells her, um, she knows deep down that this isn't bottom, but it nevertheless prompts some big revelations within her. Um, and while it makes things even more jumbled and chaotic, it is useful to start getting some serious clarity on what is sort of at the center of all of this mess. And in this case, it seems to be a lot of internalized self-hatred about how all of this trauma affecting all of these people is her fault. Um, which is fascinating. And like, and that's the underbelly of the, the like fast paced, stylish, funny, comedic thriller, uh, is this really intense character work. And I think that the flight attendant is really pulling that balance off nicely. Yeah. Um, because, and like Miranda even says like 
Cassie's already living her life like she's on the run. Mm-hmm. Um, even beyond just the two passports thing, uh, which again, spoiler alert, never really comes back in any way, shape, or form. So just let that thread go. Um, they never explain why she has to, um, because I think the reasonable explanation is that she just keeps it. But I agree with you that this season, Marcus says, yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, I think that the trauma thing is really central to all of this because like my partner and I both just assumed that this was a hunting accident gone horribly wrong. Um, and that she accidentally killed Jason Jones, who, by the way, while this is a role he could sleepwalk through, is very good as the idea of who Jason Jones is when he's just playing Jason Jones sometimes. Um, we assume that she had accidentally killed him. I see. Um, I was assuming he died by suicide and she okay. was there. Um, yeah. Or saw some, you know, like kind of like on, on the hunting trip. Um, so, I mean, it may, I imagine you can tell us, but maybe that's the reveal that's coming in the last episode. And this is this car accident is how, isn't how he died. But, um, uh, yeah, no. it doesn't seem like that. Is. So I was just like, really, oh, great. He just like died and killed some other people because he was drunk driving and she blamed herself. That's way better than what I thought it was. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> We're all so traumatized. Yeah, no, that's that's kind of the beginning and the end of that. Um, is the drunk driving T-boning is what does it. Um, there's a little bit left over for that, but um, that's that's it. Um, and I do think that the, all that trauma is just drives everything like you said it just drives everything forward and has steered her entire life um even down to the ways in which she decides to cope with her past of sugarcoating it basically because she feels so responsible for her dad's death that she just reconfigures everything so that he looks much better um than he is to make herself feel better Um, or to make herself feel worse because she thinks she deserves it also that either way i think both at the same time you know both at the same time yeah so i think that there's a lot of that that comes into play really nicely here and then gets compounded by her run through the um memory palace hotel basically that just leads her nowhere but also results in a weird sort of really subtle joke from when we see her running around the house and then not the house in the hotel and then we cut to Megan and her son in the car listening to dancing on the ceiling um because of all the twisty turny stuff in the hotel room it's just like oh show you're really good and I did not catch that joke the first time but I appreciate it (laughs) um so I think that there's just a lot of really good stuff here that happens and then really you get all of it when she's just comically running through the church and then gets attacked by a big rabbit oh it's just so rough can we have some props to the well i guess the proud department and whoever was doing this addressing because as someone who grew up catholic and also did like church choir and played music at church every week um from middle school on and also like has done plenty of after school activity like like had lessons and and coachings and things in various rooms of various churches like the classroom in the basement of the church or whatever was like perfect like the yeah. way it was like they nailed it they crushed yes. it yeah i've uh i've sung in a lot of churches and when i was a teenager i went to a lot of um alateen meetings which that's the group for children of alcoholics and uh the whole like the relationship of the hallways like it really felt i knew exactly what that place was Mm immediately and how it smelled and how it sounded like it was great spot on Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah. Well, let's talk about the, the, I mean, unless anybody has anything else about the rabbit, which I loved the giant rabbit. That was mm-hmm. terrific. <laughs> do the, do the rabbit in the credits. <laughs> do we have anything else about uh, Buckley and all of that before we get to, cause I got, that takes us right to our stuff with Miranda and and how we're feeling about uh, my my called at least ish uh, mm-hmm. of their team up, right? Uh. Yeah, you do get a call bit on that. Um, and Marcus does point out that Buckley's attitude during the drunken escapades caused alarm bells to go off for him, which were proven true. Um, whereas I called it pretty much like right before things got revealed, in part just because of character economy. It was just like this needs to be someone we already know, mm-hmm. and look, it is. Um, and also just, I want to point out for everyone that, um, Felix is not spelled like the cat, which is great in the, in the subtitling, they spell it F-E-L-I-K-S. Okay. Uh, I was going to say like, how else do you spell Felix? But yeah, F-E-L-I-K-S, um, is how they spell Felix, which is delightful. Um, yeah. So how do we feel about this Buckley, um, thing, Buckley slash Felix and Buckley? (laughs) <laughs> well, see, this is why I really, I, I mean, uh, that's why I'm so intrigued by what we saw with their drunken escapades, because it is a total, it's a tonal shift for the character that um, could just be him adapting to what she, where she's at and maintaining a connection there so that he can follow what's going on. Uh, or it could be him being like, oh, I like this chick. Like, we actually get, like, it could be genuine. There could be some level of genuine, um, like, this is Felix. You know, or just like some like getting it because he does feel so different than what he was putting out as Buckley. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't know how much, you know, I don't think we can know quite yet how much of that is um, just his adjusting to the situation and how much of this is like some actual Felix coming through. Um, I don't know. What do you, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can't say anything, but how do you feel about it? Oh, I mean, I'm not sure about his emotional state, but I think that. I immediately started going back through all of the other Buckley scenes. Once we started seeing Felix from like mid torso down, I was like, okay, so it's going to be, that's going to be Buckley. Great. Um, Let's just, let's get to that reveal quickly. Uh, I did not expect it to come from the dead cat guy story, uh, which was a great way for that reveal to happen. Really satisfying. Um, And Kaylee Cuoco sold the shit out of it. I loved that moment. Um, But when you go and look at the scenes beforehand, all of a sudden there are a bunch of little things that become clear, right? It makes sense why it is that he would want her behind bars, right? Um, Because that would be an emotionally grueling experience that would drive them together. And then um, it explains why he is so persistent and wanting to see her again when she is so obviously a mess and why it is that he seems to have caught feeling so hard because obviously it's in his best interest to be emotionally manipulative in that way. I understand now why it is that we had to see her FBI agent tale see her talking to him because what's actually important is that he saw her tail right and then mm-hmm. killed him and we see it made me feel very worried for annie because there's that long shot of mm-hmm. him just staring into her apartment which at the time i was like he's very awkward why does he not understand how awkward he is now i'm like oh no 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 okay all right i now i got this um so i think it it retroactively makes all those scenes more interesting which is how it should be um Mm -hmm. it shouldn't just be about pulling the wool over your eyes it should be about dropping those little seeds so that they can flower later so um i think the performance helps a lot with that um yeah as i think is good i'm (laughs) bring on the felix 
Yeah, it is just, it's like you said, like it does allow a bunch of things to just kind of snap in place really, really nicely um, without them having to hold your hand about it either. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just able to go, oh yeah. I mean, he kind of comes off a little weird, but you can just pass it off as New York actor weird. Um, too young, enjoys drinking too much and just never seems to go to auditions. Um, I'm just really in between projects right now. <laughs> totally. Um, type of deal or is just like, kind of have given up on it um but all of this stuff of wanting to keep an eye on her because he's presumably per victor's orders looking for the money mm-hmm. um well and a great i'm sorry to interrupt noel yeah, but no, no, but fine. this is a thing i wanted to point out so just on the off chance that yeah. you weren't going to touch on it the um that is also tied up in why it is that he suggested that they run away because she yes. could say yes we can because i have all this money and yeah. and then all of a sudden they've got their cash in hand anyway go ahead no, 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 which I think that point leads directly into Kate's Caldish with teaming up with Miranda, which is just fucking delightful. Um, it's just such a beautiful little escapade of, wait, don't give me the flight attendant bullshit anymore. And then just her going, oh, we're so fucked. You're so, so fucked. Um, in that really beautiful only way that Michelle Gomez can deliver of just, oh, uh, I just killed another guy, and now I have to deal with this and Felix. Well, so good. we're supposed to think that she has not killed anyone yet, right? Right. She's claiming that she was not responsible for Alex. Um, like, she's that claiming Felix that she's... killed the tail, and she found yes. the body and searched the body after. And we just the camera yes. just caught that last bit, right? Yes, correct. That's what everything's being implied through her narrative. Yeah. Is and we've also seen them both wearing the same or very gloves. similar black leather gloves. Yeah, they have both very kind of similar assassin outfits. <laughs> um, you know, standard tools of the trade. Um, but that's the implication. And it's it's definitely there are degrees of misdirection happening, possibly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. We like, don't trust Miranda. I mean, we don't trust Miranda. She's fond of her switchblade. Yeah. Don't um, trust is, anyone who uh, gives their cat away for two years and thinks it's still their cat. <laughs> my fucking cat. So, yeah, um, I think that there's just a lot of really good things here. But also, like, I think a lot of this also plays into, at least for some audiences, this idea of, Michelle Gomez is both someone to be trusted, but also someone not to be trusted, um, which is doing a lot of like, I think legwork for at least certain members of the audience. But I think also just genera in terms of genre also does a lot of like, can we trust this woman? Because she seems as kind of exasperated and scared as um, Cassie is just in a different degree because she has more general awareness of what Victor and by extension Felix is capable of. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to, this is not going to go well for me because Noel's already seen the finale, but I'm going to mm-hmm. say I actually sort of trust Miranda. Mm-hmm. I think everything, I'm so going to regret that, everything that has been sort of incongruous and lumpy about her character so far is explained if she is, if she's incredibly lethal, but is also um, uh, pursuing this for the reasons that we now know, right? Like it all, everything we've seen makes sense in the story that she's telling it all makes way more sense why it is that she's not going back to london makes way more sense. like it all makes sense um so i sort of believe her and i think a lot of that is also michelle gomez's performance because now i'm thinking like well just because she has like a like an evil face (laughs) 
Like, I shouldn't be assuming she's evil. Yes, she's a killer, but is she evil? Um, and I and a lot of that also is due to how wonderful they are in their scenes together. Um, one of my favorite moments in in uh, Hitchcock Double is when they're having their like um, handler and agent conversation in the convenience store, like very Vaughn and Sydney season mm-hmm. one, right? Um, and they're having this conversation and uh, and chugging well she's chugging beers cassie's chugging beers uh and there's this uh stopped clock is right twice a day moment that miranda has when cassie says some things that make sense right you can see her go like okay well that's a fair point but you are a mess but i'm gonna take that that tiny little nugget of truth and make something of it so i'm i've been fooled i've been hoodwinked i'm just putting that out there now Mm -hmm. when i'm proven wrong on wednesday um, I will uh, go ahead and, and take my lumps. Where are you falling on this, Kate? Well, I, I think that we are supposed to like and trust Miranda, because that's what the, st- the narrative wants. Um, I think what I'm anticipating is it'll be a little bit more complicated than that. It'll be one of those like, oh, we like her. She's on the team. But also, no, she did kill at least one of those people and like. That scamp. And that could just be her persona because the kind of people she's been cast as in at least the TV I've seen. So obviously Doctor Who as Missy, um, but also on Chilling Adventures of Sabrina where, you know, she's bad. She's one of the bad guys, but also for a very understandable reason. And you are rooting for her at the same time. So mm-hmm. they, I don't like... I think that they want us to like Miranda and they will not completely sabotage the character. Um, or they won't reveal that this whole thing has all been a ruse and ha ha ha, you were foolish to to like her anyways. Because I think this is not a show that is interested in that. Um, this is a show that is interested in its characters as more complicated um, and interesting than just like straight up villain or, mm-hmm. or not. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. I could easily um, be hoodwinked too. Yeah. Um, I can't say anything because I know how this plays out. Um, yeah. Um, but less, kind of less foggy and more uncertain is uh, poor Megan's fate. Yeah. Um, cause I'm waiting for that to, li- that's got to link in in a more specific way, right? Like to what's happening. So. I can't say. You can't say. Um, but um, what I can say is two things about Rosie Perez, which is one, looks great in that outfit where she looks like she's about to get on a plane with Victor Laszlo at the end of Casablanca um, when she's stealing the um, cell phone. Um, Allison's trying to keep it together with that Casablanca reference. I mean, it's great. I just, and it's such a good, it's, I'm both laughing at your on point joke and also at the, the way, because this hadn't occurred to me. The show is making very clear why it is that Megan and Cassie are friends and it's not actually because they're, it's, convenient it's because both of them when they're trying to act not suspicious dress like they're in a like a mystery movie right like they could not be more conspicuous when she was running through thailand with that wrap under the sunglasses anyway it's good good job show and good job Noel. yeah (laughs) um god there's there's a there's a thing that happens in the finale that i cannot wait to just discuss with the two of you that is also just along these lines in a way um, anyway, so there's that whole bit, which is just a great bit of costuming. and Rosie Perez is very into it. But then there's also just Rosie Perez's facial performance when she realizes she done fucked up yeah. um, with uh, Bill's computer, um, which is just gutting. That entire scene is just 
beautifully played and this show in general does a really great job with good phone tough tough phone conversations so we haven't even talked about cassie and davy's conversation really in any depth but it's good um but megan just yeah how how are we feeling about megan and her realization that she's been hoodwinked by north korea by north korea they didn't even have to try very hard no no Alice yeah. is just shaking her head, listeners. It's just people, hmm, just, and I'm an incredibly gullible person, mm-hmm. but man, I don't think, I feel like maybe I, even I could have, could have dodged this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yeah, uh, that's not, it's not the wisest choice you've ever made. Mm-hmm. Like Cassie, you should make different choices. That, every time she said that, it made me laugh because it's not better choices. She doesn't say make better choices. She says make a different choices. Yep. Make different bad choices, Cassie. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I think that a big thing, a big moment for me with, with her in these episodes is what, when we get her talking with her son about basically why she is so drawn to Cassie and what like, basically like you, you get a little glimpse of head Cassie for her mm-hmm. and yeah. how powerful and meaningful that is. And what that says about her that like that did, that did a lot of legwork I thought. And of course Perez is fantastic in that scene as well. Um, and it's just, cause we like, we like Megan, mm-hmm. we like Megan so much and there's no possible good way for this to end for her or her family. It's, only going to end horribly um and so it's just it's sort of like with annie annie i feel like is in a better position though certainly not a safe position because of you know buckley and everything uh felix but um she ends things in a much better position than she was at i w- couldn't have imagined that if things would be in as secure of a position for annie as they are currently when we had our last conversation. So I cannot imagine a way that anything other than horrible devastation into her life and her family could possibly happen to Megan at this point. <sighs> uh, Marcus says, I almost think Megan is making worse choices than Cassie because she is both not a drunk and not in an insane situation with immediate time constraints. Good point. Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's been handled, right? Mm-hmm. She got yeah. Jennings really, yeah. really hard by people who are nowhere near as good as Philip and Elizabeth Jennings. <laughs> just really, it's like it's there's like no wigs, big, no wit. There's no wigs. It's just it's not discreet. There's no sex involved, as far as we know. Like it's not, it's not, not great. Does not reflect well on Megan. But uh, they will listen to her while she complains about her friends and eats a tray of brownies. So that goes a long <laughs> way as well. <laughs> maybe, you, maybe you don't need the sex. You just need the emotional support and the occasion Korean aphorism to get you through <laughs> the day. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Annie too, because we finally got Annie and Miranda together, which was just, have you killed anyone? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. To all of that. I've done all of these things that you were asking me. <laughs> what part of contract killer do you not understand <laughs> just yesterday very nice yeah um yeah the the scene that was just delightful fabulous um the i was again very relieved to find out that um i actually the thing i read online because i just like scanned briefly mm-hmm. um to, until i found he's in a coma and i was like okay alive good and then i stopped looking at things um and, and then he's like super fine but, like, but then he's not he wasn't even in a coma that wasn't like his face is doing just fine. Um, we don't need to miss his happy face because it's it's he's still happy. Um, but uh, yeah, the 
I'm very feeling very optimistic for her. I love again the delivery, the writing and the delivery of your name is Jennifer. Damn it, Cassie was right. I'm yeah. not ready for Cassie to be right about something right now. Um, delightful, very good. And her quitting her job, we'll see if that sticks. But um, I think that was, uh, you know, can all that if if this all of this leads her to quit that job, then she actually might walk away net positive. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean, like that's good. I'm still real worried about that long stare through that open door. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm very worried for Annie, especially now that she has the... I'm sorry. Should we be calling her Annie or Ani? Ani. We should be calling her Ani. We should be calling yeah. her Ani. Okay. That uh, Serious request, not a punchline. Yeah. Um, uh, so, Ani, uh, we... Um, it, I am very relieved for her. I'm very happy for her. That is mostly why I'm so anxious for her because Mm -hmm. it's too early for things to be going well that said the scene between the three of them uh, outside the hospital is one of my favorite scenes in any tv show this year it's just it's got that um that killing eve energy where it's it's not quite any of the genres that are being folded into it and is very casual about how outside the box it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of the performances are wonderful and it's so surreal and Zoja Mamet is so great. So um, I think a great couple of episodes for her, um, both in like a cutesy, you just ruined a cute moment kind of way and in a, oh my God, you're a real person sort of way. Great mm-hmm. scenes. Yeah, and on top of that, we get that really great sequence between her and Quoco in the apartment mm-hmm. uh, when they've kicked out Buckley, which is a just really good. I'm not drunk, you're drunk kind of acting from Quoco, who is just really nailing the whole acting drunk thing, which is really hard to do well. And mm-hmm. I think Quoco really nails it, but she really nails it in that scene between her posture. But also, they're doing a lot of really good makeup work with her as well in terms of how her the face hair. looks, the hair. Yeah. Um, they made her, her look puffy. Like, yeah. Amazing. They're lighting her well because her eyes look really glassy in that sequence as well. Um, and that's a lighting effect where they just like filled her eyes with, <laughs> with um, saline just to be like, here, all of it right here. Um, but that whole thing with her and Mamet is also just really, really great of like, yeah, we're drunks and liars. And I just admitted to being a liar, but this is what arguing with a drunk is like, don't you see what I'm talking about right here? This is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, it was really good. I agree. Those are all excellent yeah. observations that I yes. agree with. Agreed. <laughs> um, is there anything else that we need to hit? Um, from these two episodes that we've kind of skated over. Um, uh, we alluded to it briefly, but that phone call with Davey mm-hmm. is yeah. really powerful. Um, yeah. yeah, I called him Danny earlier. Sorry, Davey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, T.R. Knight continues to just crush it. Um, he's very he's very good, and that was an incredibly effective scene, I think, from both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really hope he doesn't fly to New York. Yeah. yeah. Don't come to New York. Don't come to New York. Don't. Just don't. Yeah. Um, what do you think about their plan then um, to deal with Felix of, yeah, let's just fly to Rome and then kill him or do whatever in a hotel in Rome. Yeah. It'll, yeah. I'm sure it'll it's, go fine. It's very, it's very snart, right? Plan, mm-hmm. make the plan, pr- execute the plan, be ready for the plan to, to change, to fail, throw out the plan. <laughs> All right. Like, so we're in the early stages of a Leonard Snart plan. Yeah. And I feel like it is very much appropriate for where, for this show and for these characters. And 
of course for Miranda this is perfectly appropriate for for uh uh for for, for Cassie she's just doing her best and um Do you have any combat we'll training? <laughs> no. I will no. say I think that Miranda is and not just because of her skill set mm-hmm. the um the best equipped to make sense of what's happening because she is the only person that knows that Cassie is telling the truth Mm -hmm. and knows that Cassie is straight up losing her mind. And she has pretty clear vision on both of those things, uh, which puts her in a better position than basically anyone else. I guess Annie now has a better understanding, but uh, clearly she hasn't seen, Annie hasn't seen Cassie talking to air yet, presumably, or running through a church screaming. Um, so who knows, maybe it could work, but probably not. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about, um, Alex intruding into our world briefly, Alex showing up outside the mm-hmm. mind palace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause that was disorienting. The being John Malkovich moment in the AA meeting was really something else. Sokolov, 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 Sokolov. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no it is really really disorienting um and i think provides a good way to heighten and like raise the stakes on like the deterioration of her mental state mm-hmm. both internally within herself is they're like ripping off the buckley po- posters which is so good um it's such a good thing i think but then also just he's here now and she's talking to him and miranda's like who the fuck are you talking to? What are you doing right now? How are you not dead? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, just the, it's just delightful to watch Gomez play. Oh God, you actually just are a flight attendant. There's like the, the level of like, okay, I actually kind of uh, enjoy you. Okay, you're, you're kind of my pet now. Yeah. Not like enough that I'm going to actually take care of you. And, what are, but you're I not even not my cat. you off on someone. But like <laughs> that, like, Look at you. Go you. Doing that. Not being dead yet. Wow. Okay. Um, and that was just another delightful like extension of that. That scene was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Marcus says, from what I heard, I believe most of the these two episodes were shot post-COVID. What was left of the season before the pandemic. Um, yeah, I know that they shot. So I, w- I would imagine some of this finale is going to also be. And, and that explains some of the, um, how the, how light the, peopling of the backgrounds and stuff was yeah. um so i you know because it's pretty distinct when they're taking that pony and yeah and there's there's no one, no one there <laughs> yeah 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 there's a reason yeah. um yeah no almost this and all, all of devil hitchcock i think was shot after they resumed shooting um in like i want to say september or october maybe august um which yeah i think sometime around there because they shut down in like march um and then i don't know when they shot the stuff in rome i assume probably earlier when they were in rome earlier. they were in rome earlier but i think they also had to go back uh marcus has a lot of conversations at six feet which yeah i didn't think yeah. of that but yeah yeah i mean that that bodega is empty which is weird um but yeah so there's there's some pandemic related uh shooting stuff happening here mm-hmm. um but you all you add but the nice thing is, is that because of especially how double hitchcock operates is that you need like physical distance between the actors anyway Mm -hmm. um for both thematic reasons but also just 
to keep the danger going to a certain degree. So there's a lot of like good reasons that can be incorporated. Um, yeah. I mean, hell, you could just have Buckley in a mask for the entire thing and it would still be like, this is just the thing that he does before he kills people is he puts on a mask. Um, but they don't do that. Don't worry, everyone. <laughs> well, what's the title for the finale? Right. So the title for the finale, Marcus, if you have anything else, uh, drop it in the chat. The finale is called Arrivals and Departures, which, <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know what you're going to be able to do with that. Okay, okay. here's what I need. And yeah. I assume somebody's going to die. Um, I, more than just Buckley's going to die. But uh, I, I here's what I need. I need it to not be Davy. Number one. Number two, I need it to not be Annie. Number three, I need it to not be Max. And then from there, I'm pretty okay with whoever they want to kill off. Um, like, I would like it to not be Megan, but also, like, there's some, you know, like, obviously not her kid and, and her husband, but, like, I wouldn't be shocked if North Korea is like, we got to close some shit down so she can't say, you know, like, yeah. So, so we'll see what happens. But uh, arrivals and departures, I feel like it's got to, I mean, if someone was pregnant, I'd be like, they're having the baby, right? <laughs> but uh, we got to be having some people dispatched, I imagine. Uh, I expect some um, tension in the air, right? How have we not had a, had a action or a tension, like a tense standoff in the plane? So that's got to be headed our way at some point. Um, and I look forward to it. Apparently there's, there are quite a few changes from the book. I just saw some people talking about like, you know, the the showrunner talks about those big twists and following or not following the book kind of a thing. But I don't know what happened to the book. So yeah, neither do I. I so. was sort of planning on reading the book after watching the show. So maybe I'll be able to report back. Oh, yeah. there you go. What are your predictions then, Allison? Um, well, they're going to go to Rome. Yeah, um, they do go to Rome. I will confirm that. Spoiler. They do go great. to Rome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change Kate's prediction a little. I'm gonna like put the thing down, flip it and reverse it. I'm gonna say that there is a confrontation on a plane, but it's when the plane is just idling on the runway for 40 minutes because there's some sort of delay at the tower so at some point they have to give everybody early peanuts and then everyone is mad that they can't turn their cell phone back on it's in there mm -hmm. and at some point they take off the fasten seatbelt sign to let people use the restrooms and so Miranda gets up to use a restroom and then sees someone else Victor or someone on the plane and then all hell breaks loose that's my very specific prediction nice okay well okay. We'll be back on Wednesday to discuss arrivals and departures and the end of the flight attendant, which um, just so good. Mm -hmm. um, and the finale is pretty, pretty good. So I'm looking forward to discussing it with you all. And Marcus, thank you for hanging out in the chat today. And we'll see you all on Wednesday for the finale of the flight attendant arrival and arrivals and departure. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.